Welcome to Tom and Jack having the crack. Every week we sit down with another comic, have some crack. This week we're joined by Mr. Lee Hudson. Hey, how, how are you, buddy? Thanks for having me. Uh, um, first of all, we've got to apologise. Me and Jack are steaming hungover. That's fine. And on you, the water. Yeah, <laughs> on the on the waters. <laughs> on the waters. We ended up. You know what time we're out to last night? Three o'clock. Three o'clock in the morning. Nice. It's not. It's not good for two two middle-aged men randomly, <laughs> randomly on a Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I, I've, I've become. I don't know if this has happened to you yet. Not 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 where we were last night, like. But I now feel like I look too old to be at a house party. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like I, I think a year ago I didn't. Yeah. And now I'm like, ah. Oh, Does I it can't. not depend on what? Because I've been to some very like adult house parties before where you know there's like wine and cheese out and stuff but then I've also been to some house parties where it's like oh, what, oh, what point does it cross over from a house party yeah. to a dinner party so, yeah. the, so that I could I could yeah. do that kind of house party but like a proper house party I can't do them I yeah. can't do I, I can do a house party where there's a set number of people invited you know 8, 12 right even numbers. but I can't do uh, unlimited as many people who fit in doesn't matter who shows up we're going <laughs> to let them in can't do those house parties oh. now. I'd feel, I'd feel weird. I'd feel like I was someone's dad sent to pick them up. Oh yeah. I, I went to a house party New Year's Eve with my now ex-girlfriend, yeah. uh, and I was the only straight man there. Okay. It was like a gay house party for New Year's Eve. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Fun. It was like we went with her like gay best friends. Yeah. And it was, yeah, and like if she wandered off to talk to some other people, just people just assumed. <laughs> I was gay. Yeah, that was like the assumption because everyone else there was. Did you? Was there many people? How many people are we talking? Like, it's like fifteen people there. All oh, right, so it's not a not a mad house party. Did no. you get offended at any point that the hottest guy wasn't speaking to you, and you're like, I think I can do better than him? <laughs> no. Was there any overt flirting? <laughs> uh, not really. No. Not really. Although, there was one point we played a game where. I think the game's called Margaret Thatcher's Dinner Party. Have okay. you played that? Where no, you'll have to pick a person. You, there's a, there's a, someone who runs the game. You'll have to tell them the name of a celebrity, and that's who you are. Okay. And then everyone's sitting in the like in the lounge, and it's like the person reads off all the names of all the celebrities, and then you have to try and guess who's who. Okay. Right. And if you get so say I went like you know I don't know are you Einstein, and you're like no, and then you get to accuse someone of being someone, and it okay. keeps going around like that. And when it came to like, who's going to be who? Yeah. When I went to give the name of a person, I went, I'm going to be Dolly Parton because I'm, like, I'm going to try and hide in plain sight. Yeah. I'm going to pick a gay icon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then all these people were like accusing each other of being Dolly Parton. I'm just sat there going like, Yeah, it's me. It's me. It's that's, me. It, that's like the what's the, you, you write the name on your forehead. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a version of that, yeah. of that yeah. kind of game. Mm. Well, that sounds like a very simple house party. It, it, it was pretty. Simple. I think you're, I think you're old enough for that house party. I, I, there was a lot of yeah. booze. There was a lot of drinking, but yeah, other than that, it was. Yeah. It, was, it was it was pretty tame. There wasn't like you know furniture getting thrown off a balconies or anything. So my, my brother pulled the biggest faux pas. I think Erica's gonna hate this. My he, he him and his wife were on holiday with the kids, and someone was looking at them, and they were chatting to a couple or something. And Lucy's wife went, "You know, I, I reckon people just think that oh, we've got a big age gap between us. I reckon people think that you know we're we're different ages." And he went, maybe they used to. 
Oh. And, she, and she said, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, you've aged a lot last year. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you look about 10 years older than last year. And is there an age gap between no. them? The same it's age. Like, same age. It was like a year and a half. But I was like, how did you, how did you survive that? He's like, oh, I don't know, it just came out, then I had to ride with it. <laughs> I had to roll with yeah, it. Those ones where the brain doesn't like check you first. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh shit, I said that. Yeah, do, exactly. do you know what happened to me once? Like, I was... I was really hungover. I was 21 and I was in New York and I was going up to the top of the Empire State Building, right? And I don't know if you've ever gone up to the top yeah. of the Empire State Building, right? But the first lift you get in goes 10, 20. It does that, right? Mm. 10, 20. And then you get in a small lift that does a couple yes. of, right? And the, 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 the first lift goes really fast and it's really big and then you get in a smaller lift that goes that far. It's 21, I was really hungover and I was in a packed lift for the slower, smaller lift and there was a massive American man in the lift and he jokingly said to the, the lift this one's going slow because of me <laughs> and he made eye contact with me and I just in a hungover agreeable way just went yeah like I wasn't even thinking yeah. right I wasn't even thinking I literally responded I barely was paying attention to what he said I was just responding to the cue to and then he went to lift he's like oh we got some little guy here <laughs> this guy thinks he's a comedian <laughs> And he's like, like, you started it. And everyone, like, I became really uncomfortable. Like, do you know what I mean? Everyone's kind of making out, like, I'm having a go with this guy. This is is pre-fat shaming. Oh, yeah, this is in 2002 or something. I once took a flight between two islands in the Orkney Islands. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, one of the shortest commercial flights you can take. Like, it goes from a proper, I say a proper airport. It's like a shack with a runway. (laughs) Um, but the plane's tiny. It holds like six people, including the pilot. Mm. And they have to weigh you before you're allowed on. Aye, aye, aye. And also so that they know which side of the plane to put you on so that it's not imbalanced wow. or anything. And it got to the point where like there was such a disparity between the people mm. that were trying to get on this plane. They went to one guy like, no, you need to wait for the next one. <laughs> really? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. But we, we all had to go into this little room and stand on a scale. And then someone would write down our weight, and I was like, "This isn't humiliating Imagine at all." Imagine that, just be like, "Wait me back." I've been waiting here for two years, <laughs> trying to find some other fat bloke <laughs> to get this plane to balance it out. And it would be worse if you got on the plane and you're the only one on this side. <laughs> Every seat on this side is the one. You're just sitting there. Does anyone have a dog they want to bring? <laughs> We're trying to get Keith home. <laughs> Oh that's, that's amazing how small was the plane like 10, 20 like, people or? Six, 6 people it 6 people tiny, oh yeah. those planes are terrifying it was tiny yeah mm. you feel everything well, the worst thing was it ha- I, I was taking that flight just after I don't know if you remember there was that um, flight with the uh, the footballer who was signing for Cardiff and they were flying him over from France yeah, and, he and the plane went down yeah. in the channel it was just after that oh. had happened and it was <coughs> pretty much the same size plane so like I was just white knuckling it the whole way Jesus. in this rattling oh. and like I, I was sat directly behind the pilot as well and is it is it bad that I had like the intrusive thought that like I could just like I could just reach over and strangle this guy if I wanted I to and this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have had that thought I, I could play, play with yeah, the wheel right, right, like, right. yeah, I, yeah, I could grab the steering wheel and just fuck this whole thing up mm-hmm. um, yeah luckily I God. you know also have restraint as yeah. well <laughs> what, what are the wonders for the career though yeah. Oh, if you, if you if you die in a random plane crash, you'd be like, you ever been gone gone through your back catalogue? Yeah, for, the, for, for a day. My back catalogue of two blackout videos and five reels on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember? Wasn't it the band who all died in a car crash in, in Sweden and Coldplay covered one of their songs? Like, yeah, and that was it. 
Yeah, they, they went off a bridge in yeah, Sweden. Yeah, like, you go on Sweden, go on Spotify, no one's listening to them now. They had one day. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, everyone's like, oh yeah, let's listen to them. I, I, th- I think that's, in general, though, just like the news cycle now. Like, everything gets forgotten oh, oh, so, so quickly. So because quickly, there's yeah. just, yeah. people's attention spans are shorter and there's just such a deluge of it, it, information as yeah, well. It's, it's, I think it's definitely easier for people like politicians, people who do scandalous things. Because it's just like, sit tight. It'll be gone. Right out. It'll be right out. out. You yeah. can write anything out. And that's I mean, it. It'll be gone in a couple of days. I was reading, reading this thing. This guy was working on Russian TV, and he was like, they have a he was BBC guy went to work at is it what's the Russian network? RT. Oh. RT. Yeah, that's Russia, right. Russia Today. I, I, I was going to call it RTE, but that's I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, what they what they would do is if someone a new show is out there, they would just fuck up worse the next day. So just the. Because there's always something horrific happening. Yeah. Mm. Or you can spin anything, like, you know, a nuclear power plant hasn't been tested for a couple of years or whatever. And there's, like, just purposely just fuck up harder the next day. It gets rid of that thing. Yeah. I think and then there's, it's, there's a name for it. I think it's called, like, Dead Cat. Like, dead, dead, dead Catting or so something. So the, the Dead right? Cat yeah. is, um, during a political campaign, if if there's a story, if, if you're losing the narrative mm. and you want to change the story you throw a dead cat on the table. So the idea is that <laughs> if, if, you're at a, if you're at a house, uh, a, a dinner party, mm. and you want to change the story, if you throw a dead cat, so like, um, they just get someone to say something outrageous. Distraction mm. technique. Yeah, yeah, complete yeah, yeah. distraction technique. I think it's Linton, Leighton Crosby is the guy who came up with it. He's an yeah. Australian yeah. Uh, political strategist. Do you think that's why like, a lot of this culture war stuff is for politicians? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you get people fighting on that, they don't realise that, you know, workers' rights are being eroded. Or, you know, yeah, the, the NHS is exactly. being sold off yeah. piece by piece. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, they say in Putin mastered it. Yeah. Russia, that everyone's yeah. actually copying his game plan. That's, that's what BBC guy was saying. Yeah, yeah, because it's complete distraction. Like, I've seen the thing one time where he got um, a gay rights group. He got, he got one of his fixers to fund a gay rights protest. And then they also fund the anti-protest to the protest. Mm. <laughs> so they were they were manipulating both sides yeah, and funding both sides. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a stage play. Uh, yeah, like, completely. Like, like yeah. orchestrating it. Yeah. And then they'd say, and like they they wanted to to kick off, and then yeah. they'd film it. But it, I, do you ever see like Adam Curtis has a thing about Russia too, where he said like, so he hired Putin hired uh, an avant-garde theatre director to be one of his main advisors and he would orchestrate these kind of events wow. and then he would then they would tell the Russian people that they were doing it so it got to a point where nobody in Russia believed anything Sing you do whatever you want yeah so yeah exactly yeah because just completely delegitimise all forms of media it, yeah and- so yeah. everything becomes so bizarre that you just can't believe yeah. in anything. So then you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you're right. And then the Western leaders are like, oh, 